It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, Mark Farzetti here, host of The Farzee Show. And for my show's podcast, I use Anchor. And you should, too. If you haven't heard about Anchor yet, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money off your podcast with no minimum listenership as well. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Anchor. Oh, and how much would you pay for something like this? Hundreds of dollars? Well, forget about that because it's free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Farzee Show. My name is Mark Farzetta. Uh, here's what I'm not going to do. Well, first, I'm going to tell you that you're in the Steven Singer Studios. How about that? I'm not going to start with Flower Boy. Not going to do that because I don't believe in breeding negativity. Oh, no, 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 not even a little bit. I don't believe in breeding negativity. You know what I believe in? I believe in uh, positivity. That's what I believe. I believe in good vibes. So how about them Flyers getting a win last night? At Capitol, getting the, the, the goal there to get them on the board, getting that going. Cam Atkinson, goal. Cam Atkinson, goal. I, I, I What did I tell you? I, I, I told you that I wanted this guy to be aggressive. I wanted to go to the net. I want Cam Atkinson. That when he gets the puck on his stick in a game, I just want him to forget that he even has teammates. I want him to be the, the most selfish player we have ever seen play any sport ever in Philadelphia. Like, that's what I would tell Cam Atkinson. Look, all those other things you did well throughout your career, you could just stop that. Just just focus on this one thing. Just focus on this one thing. Scoring goals. That's all I want you to do. That's it. I don't want anybody else here with that, like, cutesy, last pass type of mentality. I want somebody simply going after the net every single time. And that's exactly what Cam Atkinson did last night. Flyers get the nice win. Score five goals in the victory. You love to see it. So, uh, Flyers, there you go, baby. Way to beat the Edmonton Oilers. We love to see it. One of the things I did think was interesting, the TNT broadcast is just it just blows my mind. I I I'm like, are they doing too much on the broadcast for TNT and NHL hockey? Are they doing too much? Yeah, I just feel like they kind of water down hockey pretty bad. Uh, but uh, that doesn't say that I don't. Uh, I'm talking about the graphics that they put up on the screen. Also, the one thing I do really like is the the power play clock on the ice which makes me feel kind of like when fox had the nhl for like 20 minutes uh in the, in the 90s they did all sorts of stuff on it they put a highlight on the on the puck so that there was literally for those that don't know for all the kids the young guys uh, and ladies uh they, they they put uh they had the puck and then they put this really weird blue uh smoky whatever the hell it was around the puck so that you could follow it and as you're following it, if it like if there was a slap shot or if the puck went above a certain amount of miles per hour, this is this is what they did to bring in hockey. Oh, I have a perfect example right here. Okay, here we go. So you see this little circle right here? Imagine this is the puck, and they have this like little blue thing around it, and it's like, oh, it's easy to find now. 
And then when it would shoot, there'd be this little like comet tail behind it. And I'm like, we're we're one step away from that when I watch TNT. We're one step away from watching that. And me and other hockey fans would be watching it, being like, we don't we don't need this. We don't need this. And then I talked to my older relatives that were like, I can't see the puck ever. So I love that thing. And I'm like, all right, well, there you go. Uh, but anyway, uh, Flyers get the win. Love to see that. Way to be. So Nick Sirianni, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say I'm out. I, I I feel like I've been saying that, but I just want to officially tell you. This guy ain't it. What do we say? You ain't that guy. You're not that guy. You're not that guy, bro. Uh, Nick Sirianni, you're not that guy. I don't fault you. Uh, I'm no longer going to heap negativity uh, upon you. Uh, I am going to, every time you make a mistake, I'm going to turn. What do you do with it with a kid that doesn't know any better? You turn to the parents and you go, what the hell's the matter with you? You raise this kid. What's the matter with you? Although it's a little bit different because, you know, sometimes you just can't control your kids. You, 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 didn't, you, didn't, uh, you didn't create their personality per se. They're their own person. But if you're going to hire them, I would certainly hope you would know their strengths and their weaknesses. And I am going to make a decree that Jason Kelsey, from this point on, is the only Philadelphia Eagle that should be allowed to address the media. And you know how much I love Jalen Hurts. No. The only person that's allowed to talk to us from now on is Jason Kelsey. Nobody else is allowed to talk to us. Now, if you haven't heard it yet, oh, I have it for you. Uh, if you've only seen the, the, the GIFs, if you've only seen the memes, if you've only seen the, 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 the brief video of Nick Sirianni and his little flower analogy, oh, I got the goods for you, baby. That's coming up. Uh, we also have Nick talking about trying to correct the mistakes. We have a trust the process dropped yesterday. Oh, somebody said that. That's fun. Uh, we're going to get into that. Uh, we will let you hear from Jason Kelsey. And I and I couldn't I couldn't pinpoint it until right before the show. Who Nick Sirianni reminded me of yesterday? Just uh, looks wise, it looks wise. I, I can't tell you. I, I I was trying to put my finger on it, and I was talking to PJ. I was talking to old producer Jim about it, and uh, he's a Star Wars guy, uh, as as you would assume, because you know he's a he's a he's a film guy, he's a producer guy, so Star Wars has to happen. Um, and this is who it was. We'll show you in a second. But first, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk to the old flower boy, Nicky, who loves ball, man. And uh, he was asked yesterday about his message to the team and how he keeps the team from having the wheels come off this wagon going forward. Nick Sirianni. You know, the results aren't there right now. But what's going on here is is that there's growth under the soil. I, I, I put a picture of a, a flower up, right? And that it's and it's coming through the ground and the roots are growing out and the roots and the roots are continuing to grow out. And everybody wants to see results. Shoot, we nobody wants to see results more than us, right? We want to see results too. But it's really important that that the the foundation is being built and that the the roots are growing out and the only way the roots grow out every single day and they grow stronger and they grow they grow better is if that we all put our we all water we all fertilize we all do our part each each individual each individual coach each individual player each everybody in in the building that we do our part to water to make sure that when it does pop out it, it, it really it really pops out uh pops out and it grows and so that was my message today <sighs> how did this guy get this job how did this happen like you're talking about loving ball, right? You're, you're talking about all that stuff and you come in here. That's great. Good. You should love ball if you're going to do it professionally. All right. I hope you really love ball. But you mean to tell me this guy's showing flowers to a room full of football players who are two and five of the season? Like, I was thinking about this. Like, I, I, I've said this many times before. Anytime I enter an argument or I'm about to bring up something, you know, the thought process that goes into the show and my opinions and all that stuff, I, I'll have like my knee jerk reaction. And then I'll be like, well, all right, I'll have further analysis. I'll be like, all right, is that true? Is that not true? Is that just how I feel? Am I an idiot? And then I go, then I jump to, okay, just act like no matter how right you think you are, why are you wrong? Like, why are you wrong? And I'm thinking, all right, you know what? This is so insane to bring up this analogy of like watering flowers and fertilizing flowers in front of all these football players that are two and five. And they know that's thing they want to know about is a bunch of pansies. So, uh, you go into that locker room and you're like, all right, I'm going to make this analogy where you don't see what's uh, you don't see 
the, the, the work, and you don't see all that stuff. You see only what's at the very top. So what analogy am I going to go with? <sighs> tip of the iceberg. I'll go tip of the iceberg. No, no, I don't want to go tip of the iceberg. No, I don't want to do that. No, it might be too soon. Offend people on the Titanic. Don't want to do that. Uh, what do I want to do next? Okay, you can't do that. Can't do that. What do I want to do? Not going to do tip of the iceberg. Uh, I'll do a tree. A nice, strong oak tree. Like a manly tree. That's what I'll do, and I'll get there and tip. No, nope, don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Don't want to go after trees. People will be yelling at me about trees. Don't want to do that. I got it. This room full of football players. This room full of like, you know, in a lot of instances, toxic, toxic masculinity. I'll go flowers. That's what I'll do. I'll talk about fertilizer. I'll talk about water in the flowers. And I'll talk about how everyone, hey, look, guys, this is where we are. We're down here. We got the roots going, right? We got the roots going. And then we're going to, we're going to bud in this beautiful little flower. And we're going to be little flowers. We're going to be little flowers running around the NFL, beating up on teams. That'll be fun being a flower. Right, guys? Yeah. Nick Sirianni, I, hey, I wish you all the luck in the world, man. All right, you know what? I you, you had an opportunity to get the job of your life, man, be a head coach in the NFL. Congratulations. Jeff. And Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Laurie and Howie Roseman, how is, how, how? And before any flower comments, I mean, Monday, I came on the show and I said, this guy ain't it. It's as simple as that. How did he sit across from you too? And you both look at him and go, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Tell me the one about the flowers again. Tell me what, go ahead. Nick, tell me about the flowers. Yeah, this is great. Howie, listen to this one. That guy sat across from you and you went, this is the guy. He ain't the guy. I I hope he never coaches a game for the Eagles again. I hope he's done. It's not happening. I don't think he's going to – he's certainly not going to get fired before the end of the year. I, he's probably going to be back next year because, God forbid, they admit a mistake immediately and go, <laughs> no, we got to get out of here. I know that Nick Sirianni makes Howie and Jeffrey Lurie feel cozy. Feel like they own the team, most notably Jeffrey Lurie. Howie Rose with the same thing. He can still do whatever the hell he wants to do. What's Nick Sirianni going to do? Push back? Yeah, okay. All right, you want to be a head coach? Yeah, you'll, you'll listen to me. How is this guy better than Doug Peterson? How is firing Doug Peterson a better idea than what they had? Like, you already got rid of the headache in Carson Wentz, and I wish him all the luck in the world. The Eagles probably get that uh, first-round uh, first pick from the Colts. Great. <sighs> I'd much rather have Doug Peterson than Nick Sirianni. And I think that speaks for the entire Philadelphia Eagles fan base. And I think anybody who knows a damn thing about football would look at this and go, why is Doug not here anymore? Oh, did he get too powerful? Oh, did he have too much of an opinion as a head coach of your football team? This is ridiculous. This is a joke. I'll go back to my main point yesterday, which was, this, there's going to be somebody that comes out behind the curtain, right? And goes, ah, you guys thought this guy was the head coach? Ah, that's hilarious. That's not the guy. All right. I mean, seriously, if somebody would have interrupted the flower budding analogy, whatever the hell that was, I, and said, all right, that prank's on you guys. This guy's not our coach. I would be like, oh, thank God. You guys really had us going with the uh, two and five record? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, you guys, that's, that's a point for you there, guys. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Now, he doesn't necessarily go down the road of, well, he does go down the road of more analogies, but it's all around the same flower. It's a whole garden of metaphors. So uh, Nick Sirianni yesterday was asked about correcting the mistakes, and here's what he had to say about that. Of course, yeah, you're always tested because when you're when you're two and five, it's easy. I think human nature says to you is like, are you doing the right things? Are you doing the right things? Well, the last 15, the last 15 years of my coaching career, the last 30 years of my life of being on football teams and being around football teams, that didn't all change. So of course you're being tested because, you know, you, you, you do, I'll do anything to get, I'll do anything to put our team in position to, to, to win a game. And so there is things that obviously that we change, but the things I know are true, I'm not changing. I'm not changing because I know in the long run, if you continue to nurture those things, water those things, fertilize those things, the roots grow stronger, and at some point, it will break through. There you go. Right, double down, whatever you want to call it. The roots will break through at some point, right? Uh, I'll do anything. 
except continue to run the football. Uh, other than that, uh, no, pretty much that. By the way, just if you see him, just look, look at him one more time. And we're not going to pay attention to what he's saying. Of course, yeah, you're always. You see what he was wearing there? I was trying to pinpoint exactly what he looked like. And I, I think this is it. I think that's that's what he was wearing yesterday. Empire Strikes Back. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Right, Jim? Return of the Jedi? Uh, that's what it is. I think so. Yeah. He's got the Princess Leia thing going on there. That's pretty amazing, right? There you go. So that was uh, the Eagles head coach yesterday. For now, Nick Sirianni. I, this, 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 like, I can't take this serious anymore. And look, I, I gave him a chance. I didn't set the world on fire after that introductory press conference. I said, okay, I'm not going to do the thing that everyone else is probably going to do, which is just jump to the conclusion that that guy right there is not going to stand on the sideline and make the best decisions. That that guy right there isn't going to put his foot down when it comes to upper management. That that guy right there is probably not going to be the guy in the locker room to rally the troops if there's a real, you know, stuff that really starts to hit the fan. And I am beyond there now. I've watched him coach seven games. I've watched him win two of those seven games. I have watched him have success in certain areas, like running the football against the uh, the, uh, Vegas Raiders. And then ignore it. Uh, I've watched him, uh, you know, completely ignore the run throughout games when you see your quarterback struggling and not getting in that rhythm and having young guys on the offensive line and not willing to help them out. I've seen all that, and I'm out. This guy ain't it. Like, usually you hire someone to go, oh, I can see our, we can win a Super Bowl with this guy. Okay. I don't see the Eagles making the playoffs with this guy. I certainly don't see them winning a playoff game with this guy. I don't see the franchise. I don't see the organization growing and improving under Nick Sirianni. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So why is he here? I, I firmly believe this. And I, I know it's always top shelf to say, fire the coach. I'm not a fire the coach guy. Uh, I was one of the last people to come around on like Brett Brown. Even I, this is, this is beyond dumb to me. And I would, I'm almost expecting there to be some kind of practical joke happening. Like are the impractical jokers guys behind the curtain somewhere? Just be like, Nick, 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 Nick. say the thing about the flowers. I, this, I, like, I feel like in moments like this, where you feel like your team is just so bad and you feel like they're not doing anything to correct it. In moments like this, I feel like our team is held hostage. And it's, there's really nothing we can do about it. Like I know Eagles fans are never going to not go to a game. I know they're never going to not buy jerseys and merchandise and all that. But I look at a guy like Zach Ertz and I go, hey, man, congratulations <laughs> on getting the hell out of here, brother. Congratulations. Because this is a dumpster fire in the making. Uh, by the way, I didn't even say it yet. I'm 18 minutes into the show. Uh, Adam Kaplan joins us today from Inside the Birds podcast. My man, Pots and Pads, Adam Kaplan. Uh, really, uh, really enjoy uh, you know, all the conversations I have with Adam. Uh, we, uh, we 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 cover, cover the bases when it comes to the Eagles, the trade deadline, and how uh, who they're going to sell next and all that stuff. So we'll get into that as the show uh, goes on. Adam Kaplan coming up in just a second. Uh, I also wanted to make sure you guys heard uh, not just my uh, take on – what the coach had to say, but the people that actually matter, the people in the locker room who the message was directed at. Here is your quarterback, Jalen Hurts, on the meeting with coach and what his message was. Tell us about it. I just think coach, he, he voiced himself, he voiced his opinion. Um, he felt like we were at, and I, and I think we all believe that. I believe that, you know, we just want to build. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's time. Why now? Why, why not now? Why not now? For us as a football team, why not, why not go take that step? We've been urging to take. Why not? Why not do it now? So I believe it. I believe we have everything here we need. It's a simple thing. Just putting it together and going out there and doing it. 
whatever wherever Jalen Hurts winds up, I, I don't think he'll be here for the franchise, you know, the franchise quarterback going forward and all that stuff. But I'll tell you right now, he has a fan in me. I am a huge fan of Jalen Hurts, and I wish him nothing but success throughout his career. I hope that he is the guy here for 15 years, whatever, and he's the franchise guy moving forward. I just don't see it happening. I think this franchise is still very much in that transitional year, and I don't think they look like I don't think they look at Jalen Hurts and go, oh yeah, no, this is the guy. Um I'm glad that that's how he handled it because Jalen Hurts is kind of in a similar situation to Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni is just playing for his next next job, pretty much, or coaching for his next job and wanting to keep this job as long as he possibly can. Jalen Hurts wants to be a starting quarterback in the NFL for as long as he possibly can. And right now, while he's with Philadelphia, he knows he just has to put good stuff on film and he has to make sure that whenever he gets an opportunity elsewhere, he can step up and you know make sure he can deliver for that other team. But one thing he's definitely not going to do because he, he knows it's not going to be a good year, so he's not going to have some great quarterback record after this season. So he at least knows that he has to go into any situation with not just putting good things on film, but not being the guy that's going to upset the apple cart as uh, as the season goes on. Oh, I like that Jalen Hurts. He's got talent. I think we could coach him up. Mm, seems like he's got a bad attitude, though. I don't know if I want that in my organization. Uh, this guy has a great attitude, phenomenal attitude. And even if you go back to his days at Alabama or Oklahoma and you watch interviews with him, this is the mentality and the mindset of this guy. And how do you not root for that? I'm pulling for Jalen Hurts through and through. And I love that that's how he tried to back up his coach and just say, why not now? Love all that. But to answer the question, why not now? It's because what's been happening throughout this season, what has happened can predict what's going to happen in the future, or as they'll say on Sunday, now against the Lions. Not that good. Just removing Nick Sirianni, just focusing on the performance from Jalen Hurts. All of a sudden, he hasn't been phenomenal this year. No, go through all the other instances. Just talking about his own performance. There's throws that he hasn't made, and I know a lot of young quarterbacks are going to miss these throws, but what you got to keep in mind, with Jalen Hurts is that he is on a ridiculously short leash. Like Jalen Hurts doesn't even have a leash when it comes to that analogy of being on a short leash. What jumped to my mind was like that somebody knocks at your door all of a sudden and your dog goes crazy and you don't, you don't, you don't get the leash and put it on him and hold him back or her. You hold by the collar. There's not even a leash. That's where the Eagles have Jalen Hurts right now. That's what, there's no room for error. There's no room for mistakes. He has to be phenomenal if he even wants a shot at being the franchise quarterback going forward. And that's just unfair. That's unfair criticism from an organization to be watching him that closely like a hawk to see if he can be a franchise guy moving forward. And I said at the start of the year, and I'm saying it now, to, 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 to compete against the free agent class of next year or to compete against the draft compete against what you could do with three first round draft picks, which is like anybody who's at all discontent, wherever they might be Aaron Rodgers in green Bay, Russell Wilson in Seattle, whoever it might be around the NFL. Oh, Hey guys, we got three first round picks. Uh, what are you going to give us? Oh, you're, you're going to give us uh, Russell Wilson. You're going to give us Aaron Rodgers. All right. See you Jalen hurts. That's what you're competing against. So of course, any missed throw, is going to be super scrutinized. And that's what Jalen Hurts has to go through this year. Uh, brace yourself. It's coming. Trust the process. Mm, boom. You can't be resort-oriented. You know what I'm saying? You have to trust the process. I mean, sometimes, you know, you have so much, so many different things that go on where they're trying, you know, trying to take you off of what, what the main thing is. Keep the main thing, the main thing is just work. Get better every day. It'll turn over. It'll turn over. And I believe that. I, I don't know. I don't know how to not be results oriented. I, I figure I think that's what you're kind of that's what that's what you do. I think if you say you're not results oriented, you're obviously acknowledging you're going through a growing process. And you're obviously going through something that is not really to be on the same level as maybe other teams that are actually competing to win a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts, the only thing he can be focused on is, is results because that's what his that's what his career is going to be based on. If you don't get results, you're not going to be the guy. Here's what I know. Nick Sirianni, definitely not that guy. Jalen Hurts, maybe the guy. Maybe the guy. Not here, but a starting quarterback for another NFL franchise? Eh, possibly. This year? Yes, absolutely. But we'll get into this with Adam Kaplan as well.
when it comes to what you can expect from this team going forward and what you can expect from the Gardner Minshew uh, active roster uh, with uh, Jalen, uh, with Jalen, with uh, Joe Flacco being traded to the Jets. Uh, this is what you can expect from Gardner Minshew. We'll get into that and what it would really take for Gardner Minshew to start threatening to take snaps or reps from um, uh, Jalen Hurts in practice. So we'll get to that uh, with Adam Kaplan coming up in just a second. But right now, I want to tell you about my good friend, Steven Singer of Steven Singer Jewelers. Steven Singer, the other corner of 8th and Walnut, right in Philadelphia, takes care of you every day with the perfect price. Some other stores, they do the discounts, they do the sales, the promo codes. Oh, make sure you have this promo code. Promo code DIAMONDS. Yeah, no. Uh, promo code is, hi, hello, how are you? That's the promo code. You walk in and you get taken care of, like your family, by a real jeweler, a real jewelry expert at Steven Singer Jewelers, the other corner of 8th and Walnut. And you hear it all the time. I always tell you that people call me, hey, what, you're, you're in Philly. I just landed. I just saw this sign. I hate Steven Singer. Who is Steven Singer? And I go, he's the best jeweler you could ever know. He's a great guy, and he loves taking care of people. In you know, over 40 years ago, he said to himself, you know what? I just want to get in the love business, open up his jewelry shop, and that's what he's done ever since taking care of people with his love business. Diamond engagement rings. Ready for love diamond engagement rings. Tennis bracelets, necklaces, diamond stud earrings. Everything you need right there at Steven Singer Jewelers. People say, I hate Steven Singer. You know why? Because that's other jewelers speaking. Ah, the other jewelers, they'll mark things way up just to mark it down in front of you, make you feel like you're getting some kind of deal. But at Steven Singer, they got the perfect price every single time. So you don't got to worry about those promo codes. You don't got to worry about those discounts. It's The discount's already there. It's beautiful. You don't have to worry about haggling, negotiating. You can sit down, feel comfortable, feel cozy as you make a big decision as to what engagement ring you want, you want to buy or a special gift for that special someone in your life. Do what I do. Do what I've done for the last 20 years, ladies and gentlemen, which is trust Stephen Singer of Stephen Singer Jewelers. I hate StephenSinger.com. Always fast and free shipping at I hate StephenSinger.com. Uh, all right, coming up. We're going to talk to Adam Kaplan, get all the latest on the Eagles. Uh, Adam, as you would assume, would uh, give us a little Ben Simmons conversation as well. Uh, also, I want to get into this. Uh, we'll, we'll revisit some of the stuff uh, from uh, uh, Ben Simmons. <laughs> that, hey, I know what you guys are thinking. There's no way you could think that was something inappropriate. You sick-minded people. Looking at used people in the chat. Um, anyway, so uh, we'll get into that uh, coming up in a minute. And also this, uh, the, the new stuff that's come out regarding Ben Simmons. We'll get to that as well. We'll also hear from Jason Kelsey on a couple of things. One, buying in, buying into Nick Sirianni, and whether or not people are buying into his coaching staff. And also he explains why he got so pissed off against the Raiders during that little helmet off thing that happened. So we'll talk to that, talk about that in a second. But right now, let's jump on the Rothman Orthopedics guest line and talk to our good friend Adam Kaplan from Inside the Birds podcast. Now the Rothman Orthopedics guest line, our good friend from Inside the Birds along with Jeff Mosher, Adam Kaplan. New episode just dropped uh, yesterday. Time we tape this. Adam, what's going on, brother? Good to talk to you again. And today, which is Thursday, I guess, uh, Q&A, Quentin Michael and Jason Avon dropped their show, which is a blockbuster, an hour and a half. My goodness gracious, they got a lot to say, and I can't wait to hear it. So uh, you can hear us, me, 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 Jeff, me and Jeff, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Q&A, Thursday, and our pregame show for every Eagles game. Always the same, same 10A to 12P on every platform, Twitter, uh, we've got it on Facebook and we've got it on YouTube live. So look forward to doing that. Absolutely. You guys do a great job. You cover all the bases, as they say. Uh, I got to I gotta tell you right out of the gate here, Adam, I'm at a loss. And it's really difficult to make me at a loss, especially when it comes to words. I don't know what to do with this Nick Sirianni. We're growing flowers now. Yeah. Practices <laughs> were more important than games in the preseason. Like, I don't know what to make of this anymore other than this guy can't be it. What are you guys right now on Inside the Birds podcast making of this whole Nick Sirianni deal? Um, he, look, he's struggling. The defense coordinator is struggling. They both happen to call the plays. So it, it's just – it's the trials and tribulations of a, a new coaching staff. They're going through growing pains. Uh, Jeff and I have been very critical. I'm not going to hide from it. I've been very critical of the play calling on both sides of the football. But I can't say I'm surprised that there's some struggles. I think the biggest thing that I think where they made a mistake, particularly the head coach, is not having a senior offensive assistant and senior defensive assistant where, where John Gannon, the defense coordinator, could 
could sort of rely on someone for help, who's called plays before, um, who, and at the NFL level, by the way, and then where uh, Shane Steichen, yes, he did call him for one season, but he's not exactly an older guy. I think that's something that's been lost to the sauce, so to speak. I think it's sort of an underrated point or under-discussed point. Uh, and it's, it's hard to quantify does that mean what that means in wins, but in terms of just, to, just relying on someone who's been there and done that, I think that was a mistake. And I just feel like this staff right now is kind of swimming upstream. They're trying to figure it out after seven games. And then I still, though, with their schedule being very favorable, this is, we knew this to start the season, the second half would be favorable. And because we didn't think these teams would be all that good. And they're not other than Dallas and the chargers. So they're going to have a chance to, I don't say turn around Mark, but they'll have a chance to put some wins up there. Uh, even if they're in sell mode, I mean, already giving away uh, a guy like Zach Ertz, for instance, they got a good return in terms of a pick and also getting a corner in that deal. It, their backup quarterback is now back with the New York Jets. Even as sellers, do you think they could push for a, a wild card or turning it around? Well, Mark, if you just look at it, and, and there, there probably will be more players moved by Tuesday's deadline at 4 p.m. Eastern, but um, nevertheless, Dallas Goddard is a guy that the staff loves, front office loves. They have a good offensive line. They've got Devontae Smith. Jalen Rego needs to get the ball more. Quest Watkins looks like a guy who's underutilized, who's, who's done a nice job. Kenny Gainwell, Gainwell and Boston Scott, particularly Kenny Gainwell, uh, will take over for Miles Sanders until he comes back from his ankle and, and uh, foot injury, or whatever it is. It's uh, definitely an ankle injury, but they listed two things on the injury report. Um, they sh- Their offense should be way better than it is. I know people want to blame Jalen Hurts, and I get it. There's certainly He deserves some of the blame. The play calling needs to be better. Uh, but there's a lot of talent on offense, which has been underutilized. And I, I think they've really underachieved an offense. So I, I picked them to be a seven or eight win team. It's still very possible uh, with 10 games left um, for them to win five out of those 10 to go 500 over the last 10. Absolutely. They could. Okay. Uh, any other names out there you think that could be moved come the trade deadline? Well, look, it, it, it's not hard. Um, Jeff and I've been talking about Andre Dillard. We reported that the Eagles were not interested in, in, in dealing him to start the season, though there are teams that have called. Um, I be- I personally believe that a three would get it done. I felt like that for four months. Uh, Dillard certainly has looked good when he started. And that's why, that is why, by the way, Mark, if Eagles GM Howie Roseman takes less than a three for him, I, I, I think it would be a mistake. Personally, I would wait till March. If you don't get over these next five days, at least a third. And then here's the other thing, which they're learning through the Zach Ertz trade. Not that they didn't know this, but there's a realistic chance that 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 um, that pick for Ertz, which is a fifth rounder, could be the 32nd pick of the fifth round. So that's the thing you have to balance. I remember talking to the Raiders when they did the Cleo Mack trade in 2018. They didn't think Cleo Mack was 2019, whatever it was, but they didn't think that it was 2019. They didn't think the Bears would be a division winner. They thought they'd be bad, and that's the gamble you take. I know it's only a fifth round pick, but. You want to make sure you trade him to a team. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free and anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That you get good value to. Now, third would be great for Dillard. Maybe maybe I'm saying pie in the sky. But left tackles, Mark, talking to people around the league, it's a position that is just hard to find. And Dillard has put some good tape together as a pass protector. Mm-hmm. No, he certainly has. Uh, a couple more for you in the football world, because you know I'm going to ask you about basketball to round things out. Sure, sure. Uh, when, when it comes to when it comes to not just the trade deadline, but also a guy like Deshaun Watson, how does that whole fiasco end? Where where does that end? Does he does he end with the Dolphins? Does it end this year? Where does it end? Yeah, look, it 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 it's 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 complicated. It's not a secret that the Panthers, the Eagles, 
the Dolphins have been in it on and off since March. And I could tell you, if Watson did not have the legal issues, it would have been a minimum of, I think, I think Denver would have been in it and other teams pretty hard. The Eagles certainly would have been given up. A, a, they would have been willing to do it pretty much anything like these other teams would, but you got the legal issues, which complicates it to move the forward. You know, how does it end? I, I, I can't imagine. I know the dolphins are the, been the favorite. I've known that for months, but and I think most people cover this story, know this, but the question is, if you're the dolphins, what assurances do you have? Most people who, who follow the situation Know it eventually may not happen this season, but next season Deshaun Watson will get a suspension out of this. If the league feels there's credible information to say that um, he embarrassed the league, you know, via the personal conduct policy, you don't have to be charged with a crime. We know that. Mm -hmm. We've seen players uh, not get charged and be suspended. Whether this is a six or eight game suspension, we'll see. Maybe next year, but that's not the big thing. Because when you trade for Deshaun Watson, who's a young quarterback. It's never about one year. It's about so many years to have him. You got to see if he's going to be going to jail. Is he charged? How long are you going to have him for? You need these questions answered. Sure. That's what makes it tough. But the funny, I, I always, I, it's kind of funny. Those of us who cover the, the Miami end of it know how badly they've wanted Deshaun Watson. And they can never deny any report because the information that, they're not going to deny it. It's just like the Eagles have never come out and said they're not interested in Deshaun Watson mm -hmm. or the or the Panthers. Uh, there's been reporting on the Panthers that the Panthers are out. I think uh, my buddy Chris Morrison, who I used to work with at ESPN, put a story out over the weekend that the Eagles were out. But the fact of the matter is these teams have been in. Mm -hmm. They've never not really been in. They've been monitoring at the very least. It's complicated. Dance, to, to move this along here, it's complicated. The Eagles don't know who their starter is going to be next year. Right now it's Jalen Hurts, obviously, who's, who's a starter for now. We'll see how he can finish the season. The, the, the key for him is to make it hard, not only the coaching staff, but the front office to move away from him, where if you're Jalen Hurts and you're supportive of his, you want him to be in the conversation to be the starter next season. All right, real quick, what would it take for Gardner Minshew to be the starting quarterback at any point this season? It would have to be, okay, they're two and five, right? Right. There's a term that personnel people call, it's called evaluation mode, oh, I, though I think we're, we're getting towards that at certain positions. Uh, obviously linebacker would be one uh, where, where I think they're in some sort of a transition with seven linebackers still trying to figure it out. But I think it would have to be really, not only really bad, let's say Thanksgiving, they're whatever that, how many games they play, let's say they're three and nine, three and 10. Okay. okay. Like, okay. You've seen enough of Hertz. If it looks as bad as it does now, where you're not seeing good enough, good. You might as well look at, I know Minshew, by the way, is under contract for next year. That'll be the final of his rookie deal. You might as well take a look at Minshew. That, that to me, would have to take something pretty bad for them to move to Minshew. All right, and last thing for you, Ben Simmons plays for the Sixers, doesn't ever play for the Sixers, gets traded. How does that end? I think he'll wind up getting traded. I do. Um, and I, I, I'm I, a big Daryl Morey fan. I do respect what he'd said, that he went on the Fanatic. And I, I was kind of shocked. That he went on the record and put spilled the beans like he did. You don't really usually see that with the guys on trade block, but gauntlet dropped. I, what's that? Gauntlet dropped. Yeah, no, he said it. Look, we'll be in it for the long haul. They're, what he exactly, Mark? He's not going to let Simmons and his agent, was it Rich Paul? Yeah. Um, get leverage. He's getting the leverage. They're handling the supposed challenges Ben has off the field, uh, being ready to practice and play all that stuff the right way. Um, it's sensitive. I understand that. But the fact of the matter is as much as now it has not been a distraction yet, you know, the team's two and two as you and I speak here, but, uh, I didn't think they'd beat the Knicks anyway. I, I thought that, uh, I just thought that they came in a little, probably a little tired. And mm -hmm. I think there's still going to be a high forties, 47, 48 win team. They, they lack someone who could put the ball on the floor other than, uh, Harris. That's something that they're going to have to get whether it's in the draft next year or in the Simmons trade, whenever it gets done and, and it'll eventually get done mm -hmm. because he, he can't play here. They're just, he's not good for the city. He knows it. We all know it. It's a shame. It is what it is. It's uh, it's, it's sad, but you know what, if they can get a big time score and not get a role player, like uh, the GM said, and get, if they could get a big time score, who gives a difference maker, here we go. There we go. Adam Kaplan inside the birds podcast. Make sure you check him out. Him, Jeff Mosher, the pregame show across all social media platforms as well. New episode drops today on this fine Thursday. Adam, thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it. You got it. Thank you.
My name's Adam Kaplan from Inside the Birds podcast. Make sure you check out uh, InsideTheBirds.com as well for all your latest Eagles conversation and news. New episode dropping right now, as a matter of fact. So make sure you guys check that out. Of course, when you're done listening to this program. Um, thanks for Adam Kaplan joining us on the Roth and the Phoenix guest line. Uh, I, I, I was going to save us for the morning rush, but I got some lighthearted topics I want to get into with that. But I, I want to get into this now. Ben Simmons. Let me get the, Let me say this. If something is seriously wrong, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I'm obviously not a horrible person. And uh, I, if that's the case, then, hey, man, more power to you. Uh, if that is also the case, what the hell is wrong with your team? What is wrong with your camp? Because it appears to me they have done a horrible job representing you and advising you and leaking information out. Uh, yeah, I'll jump to the conclusion that it's his camp leaking info to uh, Brian Windhorst, for instance, because if this has been a mental health issue, even dating back to last year because of what's going on with his uh, in his uh, personal life, with his, uh, with his uh, sister and his half-brother, their half-brother, uh, who you've seen around Philadelphia, by the way, uh, there's some unfortunate, really unfortunate, horrible things going on within his own family uh, that has happened, actually. And if that's getting to him, I I think if he came out and said that, or if it was leaked out to even be a possibility, not just speculated, but like leaked out, like a source says, this is really the problem. And I heard Ramona Shelbourne on ESPN yesterday, and I think Alan LaForce said this the other night as well during the broadcast, that Ben Simmons is working with mental health experts, uh, mental health professionals. Uh, this has been going on since the summer. And he just recently also started doing individual drills with the team. First off, from a basketball standpoint, love hearing that he's doing the individual drills. That's great. As we've acknowledged, it's not most, not really the most welcoming thing to bring Ben Simmons back at this point, but it's for the best of the team. It's for what it's what's best for the team. Uh, but Ben Simmons in this mental health issue that's come up now. If you're in his camp, how how is the only thing that's been leaked about how he doesn't want to play in Philadelphia anymore? Whether that's because he doesn't want to play for Joel Embiid, which has been leaked specifically, uh, that he's not having his teammates come out to Los Angeles, which has been confirmed by Joel Embiid, right? And that's already been leaked out by the te- by by his people as well. Um, why did Doc Rivers, when Doc Rivers flipped his lid supposedly at the meeting in Chicago, saying it's in his bleeping contract to play, why didn't it get leaked that? Why did it get leaked that Ben Simmons is going through something personal? Even, hey, look, you don't even have to tell me mental health reasons. You could have said, he, even going back to last year, it, it would have it would have helped explain why he didn't look like he was present mentally. Uh, if all if people are coming now because mentally mental health has come out in this conversation, the subject has been brought up. People are now saying, oh, how dare you, right? Some guy came at me yesterday. If you were really compassionate, you wouldn't say this, what you're saying about Ben. And I'm like, I I think I'm allowed to ask the question with all the things that were churned out into the media machine, into the media rotation, why wasn't a single one of them up until when he started losing money, how come the personal stuff was never mentioned? Guys, Ben has a lot going on right now. He he just the personal stuff. He can't come to camp, right? He would have never been fined. Anything. Personal reasons. Can't come. Okay. I'd love to hear what those personal reasons are. If you don't want to get specific, just tell us that they're personal reasons. Lane Johnson started down the road of personal reasons. And you know what I did? Nothing. I said, Lane, more power to you. Good luck to you. Personal reason. You tell me a personal reason. I'm the type of person that goes, hey, you do you, man. Hey, God bless you. You know, I that's what I say. But if everything else leaks out about money, about not playing with Joel Embiid, about not wanting to play in front of, in front of Philadelphia fans, well, I'm going to be a little skeptical of the reason reasons here. And if all the stuff that came out was, I don't want to play in Philadelphia, and none of it was, I just can't play right now, then I'd be a little bit more understanding. I'd, I'd be a little bit more patient, I guess. But all that's been talked about is wanting to be traded. So let's say that Ben got traded before camp started. Is there, are there no mental are there no mental uh, issues there? Would, would be, being traded alleviate him from all the stress? Is that is that what we're, what we're to believe? 
here's what I'll say in closing on the Ben Simmons issue. Once again, if all this is legit, if we hear from Ben and he talks about all the stuff he's been going through, uh, whatever it might be, hey, man, more power to you. But I think a lot of people are going to meet this with a lot of skepticism when they consider the timing of everything and all the information that has come out. If Ben really had been meeting with health, uh, mental health professionals in the summer, and that not, even a smidgen of that wasn't leaked, while well, everything else about what a terrible teammate he is and this coward and he doesn't want to play with Joe and he doesn't want to face Philadelphia, all that stuff would be avoided if something came out where somebody said, you got to be careful with Ben because there's something personal going on that he just can't get into. I, I, as a decent human being, would have went, oh, wow, that would explain why he's not mentally there in the playoffs, why he doesn't want to play, why he doesn't want to be around anybody. He's staying in a safe haven right now. That would explain. And also, the, the pictures that he's posted of his personal life on social media, he, like, if I'm having a personal issue, I'm closed off, man. I ain't doing anything. And that's why, hey, look, it's not a ben, it's not just a Ben Simmons thing. It's an everybody thing. A lot of people want to post their personal life on social media, making it feel like everything's great when it's not. That's why some people use social media. I just look forward to hearing from Ben. In closing, that's what I look forward to hearing. I want to hear from Ben Simmons. Let's hear it from him. I'll, I'll, I, I, I want the explanation. If it is a personal thing, he obviously it's his right to not go into detail. He's still a human being, but man, it's it's just very suspicious the timing of everything and again if you're his camp how do you not let something out like that like just again not specifically but personal reasons instead everything is he hates playing with joel Embiid. he hates playing in philly he doesn't want to face the crowd he wants to be traded so a trade is going to be the cure-all to all this i can't say i've ever that's that's crazy uh that's nuts but um uh, the situation of course uh, so look forward to hearing from Ben. Look forward to hearing from Ben. Uh, thanks once again to Adam Kaplan joining us on the Rothman Orthopedics guest line here. Let me tell you about the great people of Rothman Orthopedics. When you have an orthopedic issue, you need a physician who eats, sleeps, and breathes orthopedics. You need an exceptionally specialized Rothman Orthopedics physician. They not only specialize in orthopedics, but each of their physicians only focuses in on one area of the body, which means you can have the confidence to get past the pain and be what you were. Visit them in one of the 30-plus locations in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, including four orthopedic-only urgent cares. Learn more at RothmanOrtho.com. That's RothmanOrtho.com. BetQL used it last night for the World Series action. Did some research at BetQL, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take that over. The over hit in the World Series last night. Well, how would you like to take advantage of your sports book? You need to download a BetQL, BetQL app. That's what you should do. It's the only app where you need smart bets, where you'll make smart bets. The Best Bets computer model scans over 350,000 unique bets per year to give you the best bet recommendation for every game across all major sports, and they give you the reasoning behind why you should place the bet. Their model covers everything from point spreads, over-unders, player props as well. If you don't want to use the model and prefer to do your own research, BetQL has all the necessary tools for your betting research needs. Everything from sharp data, line movement, team summaries, lineups, injury, breaking news, all that. They even have a leaderboard for you to track your own success. You can uh, head to the App Store right now or Google Play Store to download the BetQL app. How about Steak in Maine? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, hard in Northeast Maryland. This place is fantastic. Two-pound tomahawk steak, pair it with a fine Pinot Noir. It is fantastic. From Cavada Cellars Wines, uh, from their family to your family. It's just a wonderful wine pairing. Mm. This place was, was voted number one place for steaks in America by the Food Network and the Travel Channel, ladies and gentlemen. So I think they, they, they know a thing or two about steaks. And they also have a great variety in this one place. It's one-stop shopping for whatever you like. Nice nice steakhouse, you could eat in their steakhouse. Casual bar and patio, they got that right there at the ready. Party table in the back, fantastic. Steak in Maine has it all. Uh, open every day for lunch, dinner, and Sunday brunch as well. Steak in Maine in the heart of Northeast Maryland, voted number one place for steaks in America by the Food Channel and the Travel Channel as well. Check it out for yourself. Go to steakandmain.com. Uh, how about our friends over there at WinView? WinView is the only game where fans can take on other fans and end the debate once and for all. Who's the biggest sports fan? If you have those friends and family who think they know everything, you can play them in a WinView contest. Got a little uh, fantasy football going on tonight? Well, guess what? You don't like what your team's doing? 
you know what you could do? You can make a little WinView challenge to that person in your fantasy league, and next thing you know, you might be able to win back some of your money. That's what WinView is great for. They make people that talk the talk and act like they know so much about sports see if they can walk the walk. You can also break, them, break up the monotony of family dinners and get-togethers, play a quarter of Thursday night football tonight, and have yourself a good time. Whether you're tracking the games on Sunday or tonight or Monday, for instance, or the World Series itself, you can have fun with a WinView contest. Not a sports book, not Daily Fantasy. It's a social gaming app where you can win real money prizes for making predictions on the games you love. So download the WinView app right now. And how about our friends at PHL Sports Nation, Philadelphia Sports Nation, enhancing your Philadelphia sports fan experience. Let's jump in to our social media check-in. Brett, the U.S. Steak and Main and SteakandMain.com. A lot of comments flying around here. <clears throat> A lot of stuff to get into here. Let's see. Uh, first off, Dak. Good morning, Dak. The Painted Lines. Hello, the Painted Lines. Good morning to you as well. Kevin, good morning, Farzy and everybody. Good morning, Kevin. Peter, what's popping? Mally, Peter again. Big Flyers win, baby. That's where it's uh, Flower Boy. Good morning. <laughs> uh, I hereby, if you're getting married in the, in the, let's see, how many days left? Three days left in October. If you're getting married this month, let's see. No, well, who gets married? No, no. What, it's a Thursday? Tomorrow. Friday or Saturday. Um, if that's the deal. Um. You should have uh, Sirianis. That's what you should have. You shouldn't have flower girls, flower boys. You should just have Sirianis. Oh, the Sirianis coming down the aisle. Oh, they're so cute. Anyway, thank you, Dan. Uh, let's see. Peter, big flowers win. Uh, help me, flyers. You're my only hope. Uh, it's just too funny. Just look at that. Look how happy they are. You know what? I, I told PJ this earlier. But uh, Carrie Fisher and uh, Harrison Ford there. That's the picture I'm showing for the people listening on the podcast. Um, One of the funniest things I saw. (laughs) How do I phrase this? Well, I mean, people understand. You guys understand social media, so I don't need to phrase it anyway. When Carrie Fisher died, there was a couple of memes that were going around. And one of them said, uh, you know, Carrie Fisher went out the way we all should. uh, Letting people know that you um, had relations. That's how I'll say it. That you had had relations with Harrison Ford in his prime. That's how you go out. There you go. And we're all better people. Uh, let's see. Uh, April, good morning, everybody. Good morning, April. I've decided I want to be a daisy today. That's nice, April. Be a daisy. Peter, I loved seeing the puck in the crowd. Is that from the the, the Fox coverage of hockey back in the day? Uh, T-Bro, I believe GJ's defensive scheme is charming soft. Very much so. <laughs> Outer Banks meet up at Lucky 12 at Nags at Nags Head. I've heard great things about Nags Head. You know, I, all this stuff is like so new to me because I told you before, and this is not a complaint. This is not a complaint. Uh, we need to go on vacation. We went on two vacations when I was a kid. We went to the Poconos once when I was, uh, I think, in third grade. And then we went to the, we went to the shore once for a week down, down Jersey Shore uh, in Ocean City. I think uh, the summer eighth grade going into high school, eighth grade going to freshman year high school. Uh, so like all these other things are totally new to Nags Head is I always forget where that is, but Outer Banks, yeah. Uh, screenshot the number the the to remember the location. There you go, Dan. April uh, was one last <laughs> middle finger from Carson. Very true, Peter. It sounds like the teacher in Charlie Brown. Want 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 want. T bro, we are all fertilizer. We all fertilize. Sorry. Why did you say that poop, Ron? <laughs> all right. I see what you're doing, T-Bro. We are all fertilizer. Why did you say that poop, Ron? Poop. Poop. Poopy. You're my hero, Ron. Very nice. I hope I, I, hope I captured the cadence of uh, Chris Barno. Uh, Peter, uh, smash that like button, peeps. <laughs> Uh, April, the Italian hands are flying today. Are they over? Am I, am I too much? I apologize. Miss Goosey. Miss Goosey. Uh, <laughs> PJ, I identify as a ficus. Can I be an eagle now? So many hands flying. Farzi is going to start sweating. <laughs> Peter, Philly media equals roundup. Kill anything that grows. I was, always, I was never allowed to use roundup as a, as a landscaper. Because because everywhere I landscaped, they had well water, so it was like I couldn't do that because oh, I might get in my water. There you go. Uh, you're saying you can start. GJ will get fired, not Sirianni. I mean, there's going to be a sacrificial lamb at some point. 
April Dackey, she agrees. Uh, they don't want a head coach. They want a puppet. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> April, listen to Siriati talk is the audio equivalent of padding your own paper that is at least two pages short of the minimum requirement. Just word vomit everywhere. That's pretty, I would say that's a pretty good description. Uh, let's see. Playoffs. Larry? Impractical Joker is, I, it's weird. For someone that, like, and we'll do Farsi in the field again, but uh, as someone who's done that bit a lot, that man on the street bit, not in the same way that Impractical Jokers does. Like, I couldn't imagine doing Impractical Jokers because I really, the thing I, like, if you were to say, like, even if it's something fun and great, there's one thing that's bad about it. And there's one, if there's one thing I hate about doing Farsi in the field, it's bothering people. It's like people are out having their day, and I'm just like, no, 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 camera in their face. And, you know, so most of the time people are like, oh, yeah, cool. They want to perform, you know. Um, it's like callers in radio. They want to perform. It's not that they want to necessarily listen. They want to perform. So you get a lot of those people um, in doing that. But I'll do that again. Uh, I'll bother the hell out of some people. That'll be fun. Thank you, Mark. Exactly. Uh, once he started to lose money, uh, great observation. People gave acknowledgement at that part. Like To me, like this all comes down to, it, it comes down to his team more so than it does Ben Simmons. If he's going through something like this, how are you not as a as an agent going to the Sixers and saying, "Look, he's just he's got a lot of stuff going on, man. It's it's some crazy stuff about his family, personal stuff." And then the Sixers are, I think, obligated legally to not do anything. But instead, the Sixers hit him with a fine, and then he showed up. And by the way, didn't even tell his management. So maybe he's pissed at his management. I don't know. Uh, don't matter. Sixers have Simmons, not Embiid's going to miss a ton of time, a ton of games. You saw it the other night. The organization failed somehow. They should have had him get that surgery. To, oh, the, the meniscus surgery. Yeah. Farzee in the field, Outer Banks. There you go. April's not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, Connor says, uh, have you watered or fertilized? Both, I think. Uh, Venus flytrap. That's a good, that's a good uh, thing to do. Oh, Larry is a impractical jokers reference. I'm sorry, T bro. Miss Koozie. Uh, Joel could barely walk. You know what? The Sixers should tank this year. Just tank and get the high draft pick. That'll be fun. Anyway, we'll get another Markel Fultz. That'll be a great time. Uh, oh, that, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Mally, thanks for putting that out. I meant to mention this. The audio on the, um, Adam Kaplan interview so we had a last-minute switch. We were going to do it on – so I use StreamYard for the show and my interviews. And I hit up uh, Adam Kaplan for StreamYard, and we're talking, and there was this, like, popcorn sound. It sounded like – it sounded like – it sounded like that the entire time, and whatever he talked. So it was weird. We tried fixing it. It couldn't work. He's like, I don't – I never have this problem with Zoom. Let's do Zoom. I honestly have not done a Zoom call in five or six months probably six months. So I click over to Zoom, send him an invite. We do the interview. And I think what I did was, um, I don't think I told the computer to hear my microphone. I think I did the audio through my computer. Like, in other words, the computer's microphone is what was catching me, not my actual nice microphone. Damn it. Anyway, so thank you for uh, definitely my fault. That's my responsibility. That's on me. That's not PJ. That's all on me. I got to do a better job putting my mic in a better position to be heard by my computer. All right. Uh, thanks, everyone, that checked in our social media. Check out Brought to you by SnakeMain.com. Let's move into our morning rush. Brought to you by Sky Motorcars. SkyMotorcars.com. Let me just give you the goods right out of the gate. Once again, Flyers, they get the win over the Oilers. Five to three. Cam Atkinson, two goals. Coots had a goal. Uh, Giroux had a goal to get things started for the Flyers last night. Carter Hart, 34 saves. Canucks. They play tonight. They play the Canucks tonight, 10 o'clock. Quick turnaround for the Fly Guys. Sixers in action tonight against the Pistons, 7 o'clock tip-off. Astros even the World Series at seven, uh, one game apiece. They win 7-2. to two. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, the over-under was 8.5. 8.5, 9. I won. There we go. Ah, money. Uh, Packers, Cardinals tonight, Thursday night football. So that's what you got right there in your morning rush. Uh, as promised, I wanted you guys to hear from Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey on people buying in to Nick Sirianni and this coaching staff. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, you don't, yeah, 
I do. I think you don't really have a choice. I mean, it, you, if you want to be a good team, you're in it together. That's what being on a team is about. Okay, and um, you know, I think that we have good leadership here. If guys weren't buying in, that'd be a direct reflection of leadership, in my opinion. And um, I think we have good players here, good people, good coaches. Um, we're not, you know, producing the way we need to right now. Uh, it's not showing up on the field the way it needs to. But, you know, the only way we're going to get better is by sticking together and continuing to fight. So there you go. Keep fighting, fella. Keep bringing it. That's what we all want to hear. I love the beginning. Let me just, this is, this is the real answer. I'll just give you the real answer. Here it is. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, you don't, yeah. I do. I think you don't really have a choice. I mean, all right, that right there is really all I needed to hear. Through that, I mean, I interpret as looking for the right words to say. Like, yeah, right. I do. I do. You don't really have a choice. So that's not a glowing endorsement, is what I'm trying to say about people buying in. They're probably looking at each other, being like, they're probably looking at each other like we're looking at each other, being like, uh, flowers? Okay. Okay. And you know what? Even to go down further that uh, that road, even to go down the road further of like, why am I wrong when I have these arguments with myself before I come up with my final opinion? I was like, all right, you know what? Uh, Fred Shiro, Flyers back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champion uh, coach in the 70s. Walk today and win today and you walk forever. You know, Whatever it was, win today and you walk together forever. If I saw that on the chalkboard, would I be inspired? Or would I be like, this idiot. And I'm like, no, I'd be inspired. That's an inspiring thing. Like, especially right before a Stanley Cup. Yeah, that, that makes me want to go out. I want to walk together forever. Let's party. And those guys are still doing it 40 years later. Um, let's see here. Uh, what else do I got? Jason Kelsey. Oh, yeah, Jason Kelsey on the doubling down message from Nick Sirianni. But, I mean, that's what you do. I mean, that's what every coach does. You don't, you don't come in and say, oh, well, Hey guys, we're not going to double down this week. This week, we're not going to try and get better. We're not going to focus on our mistakes. We're not going to try and improve on what we did last. You don't do that, you know. I mean, you know, the doubling down is just, you know, we know that this is what works. We know that this is how we're going to be successful is by improving all of these things, is by continuing to iron out mistakes. You know, we are the highest penalized team in the NFL through the first five weeks. The last two weeks, we've eliminated a lot of those mistakes. Uh, you know, we're. We're starting to adapt offensively and do some things that are, that are putting us in good situations. And, you know, off, uh, offensive line-wise, guys who are young and playing their first games have gotten better each and every week. I mean, these are the things that we're doubling down on, the fundamentals, the things that we know are going to correlate to uh, to improve play. Now, I know the production's not there. I know that the wins aren't there. Believe me, I know that they're not there, and it's frustrating. Um, but the only way they, they're ever going to get there is if you can keep working on it, if you keep uh, going back out there and earn it. And, um, you know, that's what we're trying to do. And that's what Coach's message is. My decree, if I am king of the world, controller of the universe, my decree is that Jason Kelsey is the only member of the Philadelphia Eagles that can address the media. That's it. Oh, and maybe Fletcher Cox, just because he's pissed off and that'll always add to a good soundbite. But for the most part, king of the world, ruler of the universe, controller of the universe, I decree that Jason Kelsey is the only Eagle that's allowed to address the media. Uh, and then finally this, this was a big point of confusion during the game against the Raiders uh, because Kenny Albert had no idea what the hell was going on on the field. And I think he had bad information from the truck when he said Jason Kelsey removed his helmet. You can't or alluded to Jason, Kel Jason Kelsey removing his helmet. That's not at all what happened. His helmet was removed for him when uh, Littleton dove on his head and that pissed off Jason Kelsey. So Jason Kelsey uh, was asked what led to that frustrating moment in the game against the Raiders, and Jason Kelsey answered it only as Jason Kelsey can. Uh, you know, my helmet got knocked off, and then the guy kind of hits me in the balls. So they always get the second guy, so I just got to be smarter. Um, you know, I didn't think I did anything that egregious, but uh, whatever. There's a lot of frustration up until that point. I love a whatever thrown in there. But the guy came to me on Twitter the other day during that play, and I was like, that's a horrible job by the crew on the team, on the broadcast because they didn't say what happened to J.C. Kelsey. They didn't even acknowledge that he got hit in the junk. So the guy comes at me and he's just like, he said something like, oh, it sounds like a lot of crying. And I was like, you ever get hit in the balls, man? Doesn't make you feel good. Find the lie. 
as they say, find the line. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. My name is Mark Farzetta here at the Steven Singer Studio. Jim Hyden produced the program. This is a Buzz Sports Entertainment production. We got a football Friday coming up. Eagles taking on the Lions. So that's 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 a win. Yeah. All right. Anyway, have a great rest of your day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Take it easy. Peace. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.